On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, we chat with the second Dogs Academy grad who won a national championship recently at LSU Eunice, Jackson Fraser. Welcome to episode 142 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. A few episodes back, we caught up with Airdrie's Aiden Macris, who was fresh off winning a national championship with Louisiana State University at Eunice. It was an incredible final series with Western Oklahoma, coming to an end in a 5-4 extra innings victory for the Bengals. The Dogs Academy product put up great numbers in his second season with the National Junior College Athletic Association Division II program, where he was joined by a former high school team in Jackson Fraser. The 6'5", 216-pound freshman made 10 relief appearances for the Bengals, picking up one win and striking out six in just over eight innings of work. The native of Buena Vista, Saskatchewan, decided to stay stateside during the summer to keep working on his mechanics, as he's hoping to become a starter with the Bengals before too long. With North Fork of the Hamptons Collegiate Baseball League, he's 1-1 one one with a 3.21 ERA in six games, including five starts, and in one of those early July starts, he allowed just one hit and struck out nine in eight innings, although he didn't register a decision in a 1-0 loss. We caught up with the 20-year-old right-hander recently to talk all things baseball. Jackson, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Maybe the first question I need to ask is, where in the world is Jackson Fraser right now? Right now I'm in uh, the Hamptons, New York, playing in the Hamptons Collegiate Baseball League for the summer. So I kind of went straight from down in Louisiana. We just won our World Series, and everybody was going crazy, and we did our kind of celebratory week leading up to when I was actually going to be able to leave and come back or come down to the Hamptons. It was kind of we went to the Capitol building in Baton Rouge, which was cool. I got to see that. We had we got to be in front of the people there. And then it was that was kind of our week was leading up, turning all our stuff in having our exit meetings, and then I basically had two days, one day of kind of packing my stuff up, getting everything out of the, our apartment, and headed on a flight to here where my host family here picked me up and brought me to their place, and then it's just been baseball, baseball, baseball. Very cool. It's a long ways away from home again, as usual, but what brought you there? Um, My assistant coach, he sets up our summer ball, and he had sent some of our guys here in the past years and thought it was going to be a good fit for me and I've always kind of wanted to go to New York and see this side of the East Coast and just thought it'd be fun fun experience. You mentioned that championship let's get to that the start of June the run the Bengals went on to a national championship that was crazy especially that 14 inning finale how crazy was that game from your perspective? It was just insane like we were we going into it, and we kind of – there's times where you it gets nuts and we're losing, but from the get-go, we just kind of had that we deserved to win. We knew we had worked so hard to be here, and it was ours for the taking, and we'd go out and we can grab it. So it was, it was interesting. We got to the, the diamond, and from that, the moment I stepped in and I looked over to there – what they were wearing, I just knew we had it. Cause they had, they had uh, 
we lost the game, and as they got to be the home team, they got to pick the jersey that they were going to wear. And they had decided to wear the jersey, the yellow gold top that they had decided that's what they were going to wear. And they had told our coach at midnight the night before that that's what they're going to wear. They hadn't worn that top all tournament. That's the top we'd been wearing. So we'd had to switch our tops. And so we wore purple that day. And we were just like, sure, let them do it. We were going to come at them. And we get there. And they didn't even wear their gold tops. They wore their green ones, and they just did it to make us change. And it was like, okay. And it just kind of unleashed something in us, I think, even more, that we wanted to just go out there, and we wanted to beat them even more because of that. Crazy how the game within the game sort of plays into that, isn't it? Yeah, it was just kind of like, okay, you want to try to do something with our heads? We're going to go, and we're going to stick it to you. And so it was It was a crazy game. We ended up going 14 innings, and it was just one of the craziest and coolest experiences of my life. Going to 14 innings, you couldn't have drawn it up anymore. Just so intense back and forth and going that long, and it was like, this is, this is the coolest game of my life. That whole final was pretty wild. Take us into the clubhouse and what's said during the course of those three games to kind of keep everyone even keel because the momentum shifts were so wild. Oh, yeah. So as we kind of had our – we lose that first game and it was like our coach brought us back and he said, hey, they play three games in a series. All college baseball is three-game series. You can drop the first one. It just means you got to win the next two to win that series. And it was as simple as that. We're going to burn it. We're going to burn that whole game, that game we lose. And it's like we're going to burn everything a part of that because that doesn't matter anymore. We're going on to the next one. And this next one, then we had our our ace on the bump, and it was like we're going to go and get this one, and we're going to go. And then we're going to focus on that game and that game only. And so that's what we did. We come out, and we, our bats are hot, and we – and we do exactly what they did to us in the first game, in that second game. And it was like, there it is. It's even. What was it like as a freshman getting to be a part of all of this and kind of soaking in all of this as it's, as it's happening in front of you? Oh, it was so cool. And it's so cool because we, uh, we got to see some, like, I got to see so many leaders step up on that, on those third-year guys showing us kind of the ropes and showing what a leader needs to do, what a leader should be, what a leader is supposed to be like in picking people up, making them be their best, want to do their best, and just striving everybody to be the best that they can be, the best possible person, baseball player that they can be. It was really cool to see that and be able to learn from them and what they did and how they got to bring out and bring people up to be that good. How special was it to win it with someone you've known for a while, that being Aiden Macris? Uh, It was just... You couldn't have drawn it up any better. Like, I, he caught me in high school, and it was like we'd been growing up, and it was like I got to come to his school where I know somebody, and we connected. And then to be like the two Canadians, we go down to the school, and we, we win it together. It was just something cool. It just brought me back to high school and how we'd won championships together, and it was just surreal to be having that experience with somebody that I knew so well. We'll get back to that dog's connection in a second, but how do you follow this last season up and make yourselves even better, especially yourself, so you can be an even bigger piece of the puzzle for next season? Yeah, it starts with being able to come to this, this league out here and 
I get to be, I get to be, I'm starting out here and I get to be trying to improve my leadership skills out here on this team so I can bring it back to the Bengals and be a big leader and try to step into a role that I'd seen so many of our third years do so well. Let's go back in time here and take us back to your beginnings in baseball. How was it that you found yourself on a diamond in the first place? Um, my dad. My dad played fast pitch growing up and played it up and it was I forget what kind of ball it was, but he played in Moose Jaw and Swift Current Regina and so he just I was I'd be traveling with him and he'd kind of pick me up and we'd go to his game and then he would take me back in between kind of when he would come out to play in Regina and he was able to pick me up from my mom's and we'd go and I'd get to watch his game and then after the game I'd I'd run the bases and he was just all it was just so cool getting to see him play on a diamond and it just kind of drew me to love the game and he was always playing catch with me always my catcher growing up when I was learning and learning how to pitch and it was just so cool and just kind of made me fall in love with the game were you a multi-sport guy growing up or was it baseball all the time from the get-go um I was I was a hockey guy growing up I loved baseball but I also loved hockey it was kind of like depending on what kind of season I was in if I was in summer it was like baseball if I was in that winter time it was hockey and that's about how it went until I came to the dogs and then it was all baseball. So what was it about baseball that made you decided that you wanted to chase it? Was there a specific moment where you went, okay, this is this is the sport? Yeah, that about happened when I was, I think, 12 years old, maybe 13. I won my first kind of provincial championship out of a small town. And it was like I, I threw the final that that year and I'd been I had an amazing year and I've just been playing small town it was kind of my first year where I really found like I was good at baseball it was the first year where it was like hey I can maybe do something like I can I can maybe take this a little bit further and I ended up making but then it went on I had to play that and I then the next year I play and I do another good good year and I'm loving it and then the next year, I make Team Saskatchewan, and it was like, hey, yeah, this I can maybe do something with this. I can I can go to college. This is I love it. It's exactly what I want to do. And as you mentioned, you end up at Dogs Academy. What? How did that opportunity come about in the first place? Um, it was a Team Saskatchewan trip. I was I would have been just turning sixteen, and we and this Team Saskatchewan always sends a team to the Mother's Day tournament in the Dogs. So the Mother's Day tournament, they always send a Saskatchewan team, and I was fortunate enough. I got picked to go to that, and I ended up throwing against Dog Red, and I was throwing against Cutthroat's team. And I came in out of relief and threw, I don't know, five innings or something out of relief. And after the game, I didn't even know it at the time, but Cutthroat went up to my grandmother, who was the only one there, who I who came came up to watch me at that time? She was up there and during that game, and it was they had a conversation. They exchanged information, and I found out later that he went up and talked to her. And I was like, "This is I, I had no idea what Okotoks was even about at that point. I knew mm-hmm. that Tyler McWilly had gone there, and it was a prestigious thing. I just didn't really know much about it. So it was cool that I'd be like, 
this place, like I got to search up and I could see, wow, this place moves people on. This place is just incredible. I get to see facilities. And we got in touch with Guthrie and Tyler, and we had conversations about, hey, we'd like you to come out and meet us, see this stuff, and get a tour around the stuff. And I got to do that in July, and it was and just an amazing visit. They just made me fall in love with the place so easy. And Alan was there. He took me around this, this around Oak Oaks, just showing me, and it was just an amazing recruitment kind of recruitment visit and i just kind of fell in love with the place and from there it was like yeah i would love to come in the fall and from there i just was looking forward to it that entire summer was there any hesitation on your side given that you're from you know small town saskatchewan here and you're being asked to to move across provinces that kind of thing did you have any any second thoughts about the move Yes, it went through my mind, and I know it went through kind of my pa- parents and my friends, and it was like, I'm going to leave all of them, and it was it was definitely tough, and it was like, that's going to be tough, and I had to think about that, but the way the dogs worked and how they moved guys on, it was like, hey, this is my best. If I want to play college baseball, if I want to follow my dreams, this is the best place to do it, and it was like kind of that was so much overpowering than everything looking back on it now with the benefit of hindsight what did the dogs academy program mean to you it, it means everything it's it developed me into the man and baseball player i am today it was incredible like the coaches the, the friendships that i'll have for my entire life the coaches that are, will be at my wedding and that i'll be able to reach out to whenever i have a problem or i'm struggling in life it was just incredible like it's my it's my home like i when you get there and you you're like you you may be a little nervous or scared you're like wow i'm so far away from home and it's like day one it's like they bring you in with such arms everybody is there well so welcoming and it's just incredible the family the the friendships the bonds that you kind of create right from the get-go is just amazing You've played on all sizes of stages. T12 comes to mind, obviously, what happened this past June. Aside from what happened in June, any other favorite memories or moments uh, in your baseball career to this point? There's so many. Uh, I know I really, the first championship with the dogs at Mother's Day that I got to win that in front of my, my mom was so cool. I really enjoyed that one my first year. And Every kind of I've gotten seen so much of see so much of the world through baseball that it's just been amazing. So there's just so many so many memories that I hold so close to my heart and that I'll cherish for life. And it's there's just incredible of the amount of experiences I've got to have already through baseball. Any people you'd like to single out? Um, there's like I know my I gotta my parents were huge for me like they were so supporting and right from the get-go when they found out like Oak Stokes wanted to try to recruit me and they were so supportive and being like hey like this is this is your dream like go you either you need to they were not they weren't trying to hold me back or anything they were constantly just being like hey this is your dream this is where you want to go and I mean I have to thank pretty much every coach that I had in the dog organization. Oh, 
Gothro for seeing something in me that first day as being able to recruit me. I mean, Tyler for helping me through everything. I mean, Val was incredible in a role model for me, and Duda was always, always there helping me with anything I needed, trying to get me the best pitcher possible. Uh, Lou, his stories and everything he was teaching me through his own experiences in the ball. Joe was awesome. He's He's awesome to be around. He's been able to teach me so much about the inside game of baseball. Oh, he's here. So much fun to be around. I mean, everybody there was just incredible to me. One of the things I was reading about you, and this dates back to your time at T12, was uh, I think it was Duda that actually mentioned the fact that you're one of the hardest workers he's seen in terms of being there, the first the first one to be there, last one to leave. How much of that is going to play into what you do going forward? How much of what you want to accomplish is going to be based off the, the hard work that you're going to be putting in? Oh, it's, it's just kind of everything. There's the biggest thing that my coach, Jeff Willis, preaches down at Louisiana is that deserve to win. Like, put in everything. Because if you deserve to win, you'll you'll find things start falling into place. Because it's the times you don't deserve. It's like, how can you expect to win if you're not deserving of the win? So it's, it's definitely something I got to see. My roommate this year is <laughs> uh, one of the hardest workers I've ever seen. And it's something that he was the best leader. And he had an amazing season, and it's just something that that's where I want to strive to be like him. And it was really cool to have that guy so close to me right from the start. Obviously, at your time with Dogs Academy and even probably at LSU as well, you've had alumni roll through and offer words of encouragement or advice as you're trying to make your way through this baseball journey. Now that you're that guy that has that benefit of hindsight, um, what would you offer as pieces of advice for those young kids maybe just starting out at Dogs Academy or anywhere else that you might be visiting? Soak it in. I mean, it's, it, it goes fast, faster than you even think is possible. Soak it in. Work hard. I mean, enjoy every moment that you get. Final question for you here, Jackson. What does the game of baseball mean to you? Oh, it's everything. It's just it's so amazing that baseball has been able to make, given me this, these many friendships, this many people that I, that I love and that I've gotten to be, meet and be around. I, it's, teach, it's taught me so much about how to be a better man and just things that I will take forward in my entire life. And it's just set me on the right course. Fantastic stuff. Well, Jackson, again, really appreciate the time. Congratulations on all the success to this point and continued success going forward. Thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thanks again to Jackson Fraser for joining us this week. And thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. If you haven't already, do us a huge favor and leave us a rating and review on your app of choice. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Until next time, thanks for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.